0: 7 o'clock. Good morning, Pile Jim, the Buckeye boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. How's it going? Hope you're off to a good start on your Wednesday morning. A quick reminder, uh, make sure you join us tonight. We'd love to see you at uh, the Blue Moon for the uh, Colorado Mesa Signing Day. We'll be broadcasting from 5 until 6. Talk with Miles Coachaver, head coach of the Mavericks, also uh, Offensive coordinator Trevor Wickery, offensive coordinator Trip Matthews, and we'll leave Amari Wilson of the Fruit of Mormon Wildcats. Nice. will also be there since he is signing with CMU today. So uh, that is 5 to 6. It starts at 4 o'clock, though. Food and drink specials. Brad always treats you right down at the Blue Moon. So we'll be down there, though. We'll be broadcasting live from uh, 5 until 6 o'clock tonight. Then we got college basketball later on tonight. Mm-hmm. As you have uh, UCLA at Stanford on the yeah. farm. Matt Money Smith, remember uh, Petros and Money?
1: Yeah, he's is the play-by-play. He he's,
0: he play play play. he's the play-by-play guy. Look
1: at that yeah. NFL Network.
0: Six forty-five for that tonight. Do they still by do away. their show? I don't think so. I think that oh. I think that That's went so away. Much, and, it? Yeah, it was kind of fun.
1: It was a fun little show at the time. Was it horky? It was weird, yeah. It was.
0: We uh, do some kind of quirky stuff, but they were really they quirky. were
1: really quirky, and they had some random thing. I don't know why, but I always loved Walk Your Bike Wednesday. It just, it just sounded so stupid. The scuba but man thing yeah. they
0: did. It was just yeah. They had just all kinds of weird stuff. It was kind of fun. It was a fun show.
1: Yeah, it was. We but, had that on for a while,
0: too. And we did. So I uh, joined the Buckeye boy and myself at the Blue Moon tonight. And if you don't know where that is, it's 120 North 7th Street, right there, around mm-hmm. about, uh, right off Main. So uh, we'll be there once again. We'll be broadcasting from 5 until 6, but it all starts at 4 o'clock today, celebrating this year's uh, signing class for Colorado Mesa. So uh, it is signing day today for football players, but also other sports as well. And uh, we're going to have a couple of uh, central signees mm-hmm. joining us in the 9 o'clock hour this morning as Christina Manzanares uh, reached the 1,000-point mark in her career a uh, few games ago for the Warrior Girls. Uh, she'll sign today. And basketball and baseball player Ryland Ostrand is also uh, signing today. So they'll join us later on this morning along with our huge on a Wednesday with uh, Brian Roth, the CSU Rams, Connor McGahey, Avs dropped their second straight after the All-Star break. What's going on there?
1: Yeah. Connor busted out his Irish accent a couple, three times last night.
0: Yes, he did. Yeah. I, I only caught the one. I didn't realize he did it two or three. I know three he did it time.
1: early, and then he did it start of the third period. And Riker was impressed. Well Connor was not with the lack of uh equal and fair goaltender interference calls. Connor not very impressed. No. So we'll we'll talk to him about that.
0: Yeah. And uh, the fourteen point their fourteen game point streak for McKinnon comes to an end. Mm-hmm so that uh that goes by the wayside
1: because the abs they had their their goal second goal wiped off for that goaltender interference yep. and the second goal for the Devils was allowed on goaltender
0: interference Connor was questioning the fairness well we will rightfully uh, dive up. into that we'll dive into that yeah I think it's that's a, a, a fair thing to question mm-hmm. so uh, we'll have uh, Connor McGehee joining us at uh, 8.40 this morning, hoping to, to track down Michael Wells. For the Monument boys staying defeated, they go into Montrose last night and get the victory to clinch the Southwestern League title. Montrose girls said, ah, not so fast, for the Monument girls. Not so fast. And Central's going, thank you. Yeah. Will Mary Doane Keeps some alive. Will Mary Doane send a nice gift basket to Steve Skiff? I don't know.
1: I don't know about this point in the season, because don't they still have Montrose once more?
0: I believe well, has already played Montrose because oh, I Central Central, yes Central. If you can
1: send the gift basket, well, and then potentially, <laughs> 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 yes, that's true. Yeah, you know still... what? I'm just going to go ahead and take
0: that back. Yes, no, they...
1: they're done with Montrose.
0: Yeah, I thought they. Yeah, I thought they were done. So this is, I mean, so you can send the gift basket today. You can, yeah. It's, it's okay. It's like oh. thanks for still giving us a shot, yeah, and maybe winning the league that. title. Thank you. With Central just having the one loss, so uh, we'll talk with uh, Steve Skiff coming up in just a little bit because. Uh, Montrose Boys and Girls, so we'll take on Delta tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's our Highway 50 game of the week. Larry Newland will have that from Montrose with a uh, pregame at 515. Over in the Monkey once again in Delta, 97.1 FM, Montrose, 93.5. And uh, Rob Ames, uh, Delta Boys coach, will join us coming up in just a little bit as well. So we got a busy show this morning. Uh, lots to get to. Uh, it's a wine about a Wednesday with Talon Wine. So let's see. you complained about... The uh, the timeshare people, yeah. when he went to Arizona, anything anything new for you today to, to complain about?
1: No, I don't. I don't really think so.
0: Okay, I've I've, I've got something. But okay. go ahead. But go, oh, you no, go ahead.
1: I, I just you know it'd be nice to see the sun every once in a while. That's not it's, really a complaint. It's just kind of like, man well, you know, this whole three hundred days of sunshine business is that in a row, or can we sprinkle in? A non-windy, cloudy, warmer day. What happened to global warming? Should it be like 60 degrees in February now?
0: Well, the other day it was close. It was, it was like close, two, but
1: also... like 57,
0: it was, 58, so...
1: But you're hanging on to street signs because the wind was blowing. So it was but little, it was warm.
0: Yeah. Ish.
1: I guess beggars can't be choosers, but I'd like to see the sun. I,
0: I agree with you.
1: We went to the Valley of the Sun and didn't see it for a week.
0: I know, because I talked to uh, one of our uh, counterparts, Don Piccoli, mm-hmm. that covers Durango. He's in Arizona right now, and it was like 68. Stay away
1: from shell, vac- shell vacations, Wyndham <laughs> Resorts, don't go.
0: Don't, don't go there. I think he's got that whole thing covered. Okay. I think they, they have a place down there already. But it was Perfect. like 67, 68, but he's like, it's cloudy, it's not kind of crappy. If you um, what, Here's a show to watch that'll make you feel better about the weather. Uh, True Detective Night Country with Jodie Foster mm-hmm. because it's like during the 30 Days of Darkness or whatever in Alaska, in Ennis, Alaska where they're at. Oh, okay. Uh, that, it's like you are you don't know what time throughout the show. You have no idea what time it is. Could be afternoon. Could be midnight. It's dark the entire show. I mean, I, the exception of course when they go inside and the lights are on, but
1: I've heard that particular series,
0: season, whichever, of True Detective is fantastic. It's the new one. It's yeah. the latest one, yeah. I've
1: heard it's phenomenal.
0: Christopher Eccleston played uh, Doctor Who once upon a time.
1: I know the first season it. with Woody and Matthew was McConaughey was... Brilliant. Really good. I Obviously, I haven't watched it yet.
0: The one with Marishala Ali, and I can't remember who his partner was. It was really good, too. The second one... I never saw it because I always heard it was just mm-hmm. it was kind of crappy. I think it was Colin Farrell, I think, was in that one. Maybe. Yeah, but the new one's really good. It's it's definitely got more of a um, supernatural yeah. feel to it.
1: My little Horror. brain cannot really comprehend the... This is the same show, but we change characters every season. Yeah. That I uh, just still is, for me... Hard to ha- wrap my head around, like American Horror Story. Even though I'm not going to watch it, it's not like scary things. Right. Like, how is in Fargo? Everything is different all the time. It just call White, it something White Lotus,
0: else. Yeah, White Lotus. Yeah, call it something different. Because in that case, it's it's always at a White Lotus resort mm-hmm. where these things happen.
1: This the next season of True Detective is not going to have anybody from this season in it. <laughs> no,
0: and none of them ever do. They're,
1: it bothers me. Unreasonably so maybe that's my whine about it Wednesday. Okay. It's very much a first-world problem
0: Oh, that's an it's an extreme first-world problem.
1: I Don't get it and so now I'm cranky about it. Not really cranky about it. It just confuses me and To be perfectly honest, it's a little bit of a of a turnoff for the show Cause I love a show where I can get hooked and follow it for season upon season upon season. The characters, I'm a character-driven fan. Really sure, and and
0: you and you love True Detective because they're extremely character-driven. Yeah, I need to, I just need to break down and watch it, and you just need to get over the fact that it's going to have different people every year. It's going to be it's That's okay. Easier said than done. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying it's just some point you're just going to have to accept that.
1: <clears throat> it's like replacing the uh, what's his face in Game of Thrones. With a guy that was, you know, long face, long hair, clean shaven, and we're so, we're supposed to believe that the guy with the beard and the short hair is the same character, different guy playing him. It's like, come on now, why are you doing that to me? I know.
0: Well, it's it's like going back to the '60s, Bewitched, the two Darrens. It's like
1: a new mom on Fresh Prince. Uh, like, stop screwing things up.
0: Roseanne, they switch the Beckys. They
1: that's right, they did.
0: Sarah. Chalk or chalky that was on scrubs was second Becky, the second Becky,
1: and is the original Becky's now on the Connors,
0: right? I believe that is the case, yeah. Weird, so it there is precedent here,
1: yeah, and it's all
0: bothersome, (laughs) it's troubling to you. Here's my wine today we um, we have a bed that's an adjustable bed, Uh has air chambers, okay. And one of the chambers started leaking, and so okay, and air though, right? It's air, okay. But the air started to leak out of it. Gotcha. So, I, I I make a phone call, call the store. They say, hey, you need to order a new chamber. I'm like okay, because we've had the bed for a while. Stuff happens, stuff breaks down. So I call, I order the chamber. Uh, they, I say, how much does it cost to install? You know, to put it in. Okay, I'll just do that myself. Thank you. As I sat down, very <laughs> mm-hmm. said, "Whoa, it go it almost costs more to come and install it than for the part itself." Yeah. So I'm like, "I'll do that. I'm I'm handy enough. I think I can probably handle that." Well, great. We'll send you the tracking information, email it to you, and we'll email you how to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, probably great. Get charged for that? that probably, email. probably. Well, there's the problem. I don't have the email. Oh. They didn't send me the email. So now I've got to call back. Mm-hmm. say you didn't email me this and it was just a pain in the butt it's once again it's first world problem yeah not exactly the the end the end of you know the it's world not, kind yeah. of thing but it's just an annoyance it's like well you went through we went through my email where to send the to blah mm-hmm. blah blah I'm gonna send that right away yeah you know, I'm like I didn't I didn't run down. oh, 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 oh. I don't right. have it I looked yesterday, and this was, you know, like yesterday afternoon, like Mm -hmm. one or two o'clock. Still don't have the email. So I'm a little annoyed by that today. How about, um, we, once again, we went through my email. Yes, I will send that to your email address, blah, blah, blah. Went Mm -hmm. through like three times. Still don't have it. I don't think it's probably gonna be rocket science to figure out how to put it in, but I would just... I would like to have the tracking thing right. if it doesn't show up you because know, we moved here a while back and we've discovered that sometimes things, even though we go over the address where we're at, ends up at the place where we used to live. Mm-hmm. But it's more about just, I'd like to have the instructions. That would be nice. I guess I could do what I always do. Go YouTube it.
1: Yeah. No, you, you're going to wing it. If you're not going to pay them the $7,100 or whatever <laughs> it is to replace
0: the part on your bed, they're not going to let you do it that easy. It was okay. It was like a hundred dollar part. Uh-huh. And they wanted like one fifty to come and install. I'm like, no, thank you. I'll mm-hmm. I'll do that. No On problem. On top of the part piece.
1: Yes. And also yes. now having a stranger in your house,
0: in your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> when you put it that way, that's just kind of creepy.
1: Yeah. See. Yeah. yeah. That's. What I'd do it myself too.
0: Yeah. So. The bed just keeps. you have to like pump it up mm-hmm. really, really high because I know it's going to run out of air overnight. Yeah. So it's now I'm sleeping at a higher, higher, pressure. firmer, firmer level than I normally do. Yeah, because I don't want to screw a, everything up. I don't want to be in a giant sinkhole. Mm-hmm. So there we go. So if I'm a little crabby. Maybe that's the reason why.
1: There's too much air in my bed.
0: <laughs> what it? will leaks out, and then you, and then you go from it being two really, third, really two. to you're in a sinkhole. You feel like you're ready to fall through the bottom of the bed. Feel like he was ready to drop through yeah. through the bottom of it into the pits of hell. My poor wife like rolls over into my side because her side's fine; it's my side mm-hmm. that's screwing up. And it's like she rolls off a cliff and, and she's like grabbing on for dear life, yeah. repelling <laughs> into your side of the <laughs> bed. She's like trying to dig herself a, yeah. a, a, a climbing out, <laughs> free climb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, trying to find a hand and foothold mm-hmm. to, to climb out of that side of the bed alright, so uh, 7.15, Jim along with the Buckeye boy today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles, so um, I guess with, well, here we are, it's Wednesday now for the Super Bowl
1: mm-hmm.
0: how hyped up are you for this game? How excited are you for the Super Bowl?
1: Not very. Like I'm looking forward to the game.
0: I like to think it's going to be. I'm going good. to enjoy the game. Hyped? Eh, not really hyped. It's kind of hard to be hyped when one of your when your team isn't playing in it, right. or a team that you have a real emotional investment in.
1: There's nothing really new about this Super. Nothing really
0: because we saw it in, not that long ago, right?
1: You know, everybody talks about, oh, look at look at the Chiefs in six straight. Conf- the Niners have been in four or five. They've lost two, but when you talk about the final four teams left over the last six years, these are two of them usually every year. And so it's not anything new. It's not right. anything like, man, I'd love for X whatever to get a championship. It's not like the Niners are bereft of titles. They have five. Yeah. You know, they don't run the, oh my gosh, it's been so long. Since Chiefs have got won a three now. The Chiefs have got three. You know, like even the Niners, they have won a Super Bowl one year more recently than the Cowboys. But well, you don't ever hear the, man, we got to get one before the owner dies. Because this is the third Super Bowl they've been in in 11, 12 years.
0: And it's like you're, I feel like you're trying to grab for angles of mm-hmm. something like, oh, I really hate the Chiefs. Well, I, I don't I don't like the Chiefs. I, I, I hate them as I hate a rival, but I don't hate them as a, as like, I don't hate Andy Reid. Right. I don't hate Patrick Mahomes. I don't hate Kelsey. I know there are people out there that do, that have, have, for varying reasons, dislike of of Mm -hmm. the Chiefs. I don't have that. I I can't root for them because they're they're a rival in my division. I just, I'm just, I can't, well, we got to want the AFC West to win. We want the AFC to win. No. No, I'm just not that way. I'm sorry. For those like Robert, the Texan, I can't buy into that. No, we don't cheer for 32 teams in the league. We cheer for one, and maybe a second. Exactly. A and, 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 and I'm not going to cheer for a team that's my team's biggest rival. I'm not going to do that. No matter how, how much I like the guys, right. and I don't really have a problem with their team and how they they go about their business. I, and in some ways, I respect. I, I respect Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I respect what Andy Reid's accomplished. I respect. The Hunt family for what they've right. what they've done. It's well, probably
1: different for a Broncos fan than it is for me because, like you mentioned, the Chiefs single of it. And then yeah, you know what? You might want to be happy for the Shanahan McCaffrey exactly. tie, but also watching the Niners kick ass at a Super Bowl's gotta be a little bit PTSD inducing.
0: Absolutely. And see, that's where I was gonna flip to that side <laughs> yeah. of it where, you know, Christian McCaffrey, Colorado guy, Valor Christian, yeah, I maybe mean, root for him, you know, Eddie Max boy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's great. And then Kyle Shanahan, obviously, Mike's kid. Yeah. How cool would be? He wins the Super Bowl. Part of the Shanahan family legacy.
1: You see that red and gold going up and down the field with the Super Bowl logo, and it's like,
0: ah. Uh, are we uh, the, far the, enough removed from him the, the, the what ifs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The what if. What if Kyle Shanahan comes to Denver? What oh, that if, too. What if they would have hired him? And then the reminder of the Shanahan name. Mm-hmm. Of what that meant, back to back Super Bowl wins for the Broncos in the late '90s, yeah. and what that meant. So I mean, you you just feel like uh, Patrick Mahomes does this win his third Super Bowl victory? Does this cement him as a Hall of Famer? Well, he already is a Hall of Famer.
1: Oh, he's cemented. Yeah,
0: he's already there. It's like I love this question. Well, let's cement him. No, he's already there. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about greatest of all time right. conversation moving forward. I
1: did. I, he's listen- already
0: there. I went home and I turned on the Dan Patrick show and watched it on
1: uh, the app that carried on the team. He was talking to Troy Aikman about Patrick Mahomes and what he's got to do to be the greatest of all time. And then Dan played the other side of that coin with Troy, like, well, he's only going to match Troy Aikman if he wins on Sunday. So Patrick's got a long ways to go because there's a lot of guys with four. Yeah. Not a lot, but there's a couple guys with four. You know, Terry, Bradshaw, Joe Montana. Then you got, you know, even Steve Young has three. He won one by himself, but But he was a backup.
0: He He was on teams that did.
1: Troy Aikman's got three. So, yeah, it's like we need to slow down because even if Patrick Mahomes wins Sunday, he's not even halfway to Brady yet, which still boggles the mind to talk about a quarterback with seven Super Bowl wins. But Patrick Mahomes is like, His legacy is cemented. Now it's, where does he rank all time? Does he get on that Mount Rushmore by the time it's all said and done? And it's wild to think about a guy that essentially just turned 28. And we're already talking about, is he going to be one of the best ever? Like Brady, it was, oh yeah, okay. By the time he got to his late thirties, then he's won four more. And you're like, oh, well, uh, here we go. You know, he had three for the longest time, and then now it's four, five, six, seven. It's like, oh, it took. You didn't really get a chance to gauge it because they were just winning every other year for for six years. He was essentially. So it's kind of hard to, in the moment, go well. Where does he rank? Where does Patrick Mahomes rank? He's been this is his fourth Super Bowl in six years. It's like, well, it's just. Let's watch it and have fun and be like, damn, this guy's really
0: good. Yeah, how about with, let's, let's let the greatest of all time discussion mm-hmm. just slowly unfold. Yeah. But right now, where does and this... If you talk you know, to the right uh,
1: people, he's not even the best quarterback in this game. Brock Purdy, oh my God.
0: He's just amazing. Or no, Brock Purdy is the mm-hmm. is Trent Delfer 2.0, yeah. if you listen to some people. Right. By the way, uh, Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, you know, they father and son mm-hmm. that they could end up both being Super Bowl winners remember yeah hasn't uh, happened for Kyle yet but um you have and it's quite a we'll save this for around the NFL these are not coaches but these are father sons that have been on Super Bowl winning teams there's a few here it's not it's not like it's a long long list but it's mm-hmm. and some names you go who yeah of fathers and sons that have won Super Bowls.
1: With a win, the Kelseys match the Mannings in rings. Dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dang, nabbit. hmm We'll see and if that happens. They and
1: they've stopped Tom Brady from winning a couple rings, just like Eli.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right, 722, it's time for... What's happening? And, of course, what's happening is brought to you by ComWest, your technology partner, one call, one team, one goal. It's helping your business grow. ComWest helps business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions that support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally. ComWest is serious about your business's IT services and support. For the past 20 years, they have remained dedicated to providing business owners with the right technological solutions and services for each stage of their growth right here in Grand Junction and along the Western Slope. So being a local IT company, ComWest is there for you. For as your on-site IT consulting and support service, so go to comwestcorp.com today to find out more from ComWest. So uh, they bring us every day, of course, sponsor what's happening, and we lead things off with the Avalanche. Who last night, unfortunately, dropped their second straight game after the All-Star break. Avalanche losing uh, with a five-to-three loss at New Jersey Tuesday night. Colorado got goals from Kale McCarr. Sam Gerard Miko Rantanen, but Nathan McKinnon's 14-game point streak came to an end. The Habs play Carolina tomorrow night. Colorado State men's basketball team got some payback from their uh, loss at Boise State as they beat the Broncos 75-62 to Tuesday night at Moby Arena. Rams guard Isaiah Stevens led the way with 16 points and 11 assists with Joel Scott adding 13 points for CSU. Rams defense put the clamps on Mountain West player of the week, Max Rice, and holding him to 11 points. The win moves CSU to 18-5 overall in 6-4. In the Mountain West. Another Mountain West men's action Air Force fell at home to San Diego State, 77-64. Both Fruto Monument basketball teams went to Montrose Tuesday looking to clinch Southwestern League titles, but only one nailed down the respective championship. The Wildcat boys moved to twenty-one and 0 and six and in league to repeat as league champions after picking up a fifty-three to thirty-three win over the Redhawks. Fruto Monuments Wilson Sigmund led the way with eighteen points, with so Jet Wells adding thirteen points. Jackson Cantner led Montrose with twelve points, and the Redhawks dropped to thirteen and five overall. They're now two and four in league. Montrose girls who upset Fruto Monmouth's plan of clinching the league title with their 47-42 win. The Redhawks, Maggie Leglet all scores with 21 points. The Wildcats Liv Campbell scoring 18 points with 10 of them in the fourth quarter. The win moves Montrose to 13 and 5 overall and 3-3 three and three in the SWL. Fruto slips to 16-3 overall and 5-1 and in league. Both Montrose team's host Delta tomorrow night on the Highway 50 game of the week. Pregame starts at 5 15. You can hear it on 97.1 in Delta, 93.5 Montrose, Both Grand Junction basketball teams hosted Coleridge with the Tiger girls picking up a 37-31 win over the Titans. The win moves Grand Junction to 6-14 and on the season. The Tiger boys defeated Coleridge 46-41 to improve to 14-6. Palisade girls basketball team is one game closer to winning the 5A Western Slope League crown. The Bulldogs down Glenwood Springs 38-34 at home with Chloe Simon scoring 13 points to lead Palisade. The Bulldogs are 14-6 overall and 3-0 in the WSL. The Palisade boys dropped a hard-fought 48-46 game to Glenwood. The loss drops the Bulldogs to 8-12 overall and 1-2 in league. It's national signing day for area high school athletes. Further Monument football player Amari Wilson will sign with Colorado Mesa. Wilson quarterback, the Wildcats to the second round of the 4A football playoffs. Montrose will have three football players sign next Wednesday. Cortland Nelson will sign with Carroll College in Montana. Blake Griffin with the U.S. Merchant Marines and Jackson Killen with puget sound in washington athletes and other sports are also signing today with fruit of monuments kyra kluzik signing to play beach volleyball at st andrews university in north carolina montrose runner josh white will sign next wednesday with utah valley state grand junctions italian mills will sign to compete in track at colorado mesa central baseball player rylan nostrand signing with utah with utah state eastern lewis Coons to play baseball at northeastern junior college in sterling Basketball player Christina Manzanares with Aurora University in Illinois. Soccer player Jasmine Hernandez with Colorado Northwestern uh, Community College in Rangeley. Softball player Jazz Finn at Colorado Northwestern as well. And Jocelyn Olson will compete in track and field at Westminster University in Utah. Another week, another award for Colorado Mesa's Olivia Reed after racking up her third RMAC Defensive Player of the Week award. Reed was recently announced as the National Player of the Week from the D2 Conference Information Directors Association. D2 uh, CIDA awarded... Read their Player of the Week award earlier this season after her opening week performance in Canada. Reads the first, his first in the RMAC and fourth in the nation rebounds at 11.5 boards per contest. And that's a look at what's happening.
2: What's happening?
0: And once again, it's brought to you by Comwest, your technology service partner. At Comwest, they're not looking for work; they're looking for a partnership. Go to their website today, Comwestcorp.com, to get more information about how they can help your business all right 727 we'll take a break we'll come back it is a one about a wednesday with Talon one if you got something you want to complain about today feel free all you have to do is reach out to us on the team line 970-242-1340 coming up next delta boys basketball coach rob ames will join us on the jim davis show
2: it's the western slopes home of colorado sports come on. this is the jim davis show Talking Delta boys basketball with coach Rob Ames on the team.
0: And now Delta boys basketball coach, Rob Ames, Rob, I always appreciate the time. Thanks for hopping on with us for a few minutes. Always great to talk to you, Jim. Thanks for reaching out. Well, no problem at all. Uh, Your team coming off, uh, you know, in your last three games, a couple of wins, a victory against summit and a victory against rifle in convincing fashion. Then you had to go up to steamboat Springs and lost a tough one, 62 to 48. And, you know, right now, your, your team at 7-10 and 10 overall, 5-4 and four in the 4A Western Slope League, but everybody's chasing Aspen right now, but uh, it's tightly bunched with you and Coleridge. There's two or three teams in that mix that are in that schmoz right now that are uh, all 5-4 and four in league play.
3: That's that's about it. We've got the Aspen's the big dog, and the rest of us are just like mongrels fighting for a scrap <laughs> off the table. Um but we we played Aspen pretty well the first time, and we're looking forward to playing them a the second time. But obviously, we got some we got some other challenges that are right in front of our face before we get to go get the skiers.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, Aspen coming up uh, on the ninth. But we do want to talk about the matchup you have with the Montrose Red Ox, your uh, your Highway Fifty rivals. And uh, for Montrose, uh, you know they've. Uh, They've seen uh, what uh, the leagues look like in the Southwestern League with Frutal of having the kind of season that they're having right now. But uh, you faced Montrose before. You played them uh, back early, early in the season, third game of the season, where you lost to Ryan Vollringer and the Red Hawks 51-32. What are some things you take from that game, Rob, this time around when you take on Montrose at, uh, at their place?
3: Well, I think it'll be a great before-after um, test for us. I think we're a different basketball team than we played. The first time but um, I also know that Ryan is the best in the game for a reason so they won't be the exact same team that we faced the first time either um, but that's what we're gonna look at we know that we've improved we know we're playing better and we're playing differently than we did the first time so we're hoping that it's a it's a good barometer for us to to prove to each other how far we've come
0: we're talking with Rob Ames head coach of the Delta Panthers boys basketball basketball team with us in that last meeting that they won fifty-one to thirty-two. The, the fourth quarter is really kind of the difference. There was a fairly close game up to that point, where they pulled away. They they outscored by ten points, fifteen to five, in the fourth quarter, Rob, and that's kind of where they they put the finishing touches on a win.
3: Yeah, they shot it a lot better than us, and um, that's really what it comes down to, especially in the fourth quarter, any time of the year, but especially this time of year is is how you finish, how much gas you have left in the tank, and, and we're hoping that we got a little bit left this time around.
0: Panthers coach Rob Ames with us uh, on uh, as we get ready for Montrose uh, to square off against Delta in uh, high school basketball. It's our Highway 50 game of the week on the monkey. So in that last matchup, Rob, Caleb Ferguson scored 22 points. Tucker Johnson had five, but Tucker was also just coming off the, the state championship run in football uh, all the way to the title. So he was still knocking off some rust. And I imagine you expect a, a different matchup this time with Tucker and Caleb Ferguson.
3: We do, we do, and we know how uh, how good of a player Caleb is, and so we know we're going to get we're going to get the same guy and probably just a little bit better, a little bit more experienced than the start of the year. Um, but we're hoping that Tucker responds, and we're hoping that we all respond. That's the one thing about every Montrose team um, that I've ever seen uh, with Ryan VoRinger at the lead is that they just play together find the open guy, you think you're going to count on one guy, and they'll find the other guy, and he'll hurt you too, so we got to be ready for all of them um, because we know that they're so they're so well coached.
0: Yeah, last time too, Jackson Katner had 11 points. Uh, lately, Brecken-Hutto has been uh, really kind of that complimentary score to Caleb Ferguson, uh, Rob, so uh, Brian Burrier getting a little more scoring definitely from, from Brecken-Hutto as of late.
3: Yeah, and Brecken is a, is a, a very good basketball player. I remember watching him as a little boy at our camps. And I thought this kid is going to be good and he comes from good blood. His dad was a, was a great basketball player and his older brother is one heck of a basketball player as well. So uh, we know we got to account for him too.
0: And as you mentioned, you have Aspen coming up uh, on the ninth, that that's a big one at their place. They lead the league right now. And then you host Moffat County. Then you're at Coleridge. Coleridge is right there with you in that, that five and four uh, group, as we mentioned. So, uh, like you said, coming up uh, as we get to the end of the regular season, heading toward the postseason, some really crucial games for your Panthers basketball team.
3: Yeah, I, I you know, we feel a little bit like the Nuggets here the last two weeks. We're going to go three this week and then three next week. But I really like it that we're starting off with a non-leaguer because it'll help us to get uh, just locked in. Montrose will force us to get locked in, and then I'm hoping that, you know, we just carry that that momentum through the last five league games of the year
0: rob ames coach of the delta panthers with us and and getting back just momentarily rob to to finish up some thoughts about montrose you know that they're always going to play great defense ryan voringer that is something that's a part of his uh his dna and what he ingrains in his basketball teams and I've, i've asked this with other coaches what makes what he teaches on the defensive end what makes them so difficult what makes them so tough uh when you go out in your your half court offense
3: well, I think defensively, if you, if you ingrain a spirit of unselfishness, then you can, you can guard anybody, anywhere, anytime. And that's just kind of the way that Coach Vellinger leads them. They just are an unselfish group um, through the years. And so they just come out and they just say, I'm not going to quit and you better not quit either. And they just, they all rise up together and they guard the daylights out of you and they can frustrate you. Um, and that's that's the way they always play. They're just unselfish, and they don't tire.
0: All right, that's Rob Ames, Delta Panthers boys' basketball coach. And so tomorrow night, over on the Monkey, 97.1 in Delta, and, of course, 93.5 in Montrose. Uh, Larry Newland, I have the call of Montrose hosting Delta boys' and girls' basketball. Pre-game starts at 515. And by the way, our our conversation, um, previously recorded with Rob Ames, brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance. For a free comparison, call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. All right, 736. Last night, Montrose Girls with the upset over the Fruita Monument Girls to deny the Wildcats uh, a chance to clinch the Southwestern League title last night. We'll talk with Steve Skiff as Montrose gets ready to take on a Delta Panthers girls basketball team that has been red hot this season. So we'll, uh, we'll talk with him coming up in just a moment, but it's time right now for sound check.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Well,
1: in this industry, you have to kind of take things as they come at times and, Remember a lot of things all at once. I've called the wrong person on the wrong day. Done that to Brett Mertens more than once. Called him on a Tuesday
0: when he's usually on on Wednesday. We're not doing this until tomorrow, dude.
1: I've called people at the wrong times. I've called people we haven't even had scheduled. I've woken wives up at home looking for
0: people. I've gotten the wrong landing.
1: Yes. That too. Wareham and McKee. That, That ties in to what this is about boomer and geo on the fan are in vegas for super bowl week and they booked randy moss
2: everybody's got something and that's why i'm actually happy we are not at radio Row. what is randy moss promoting by the way al do you do you know it's something having to do with horse racing really he's very into horse <laughs> racing are you, are you sure this is the right this the uh yeah. not is the is other randy, randy moss, moss wide receiver not randy is there another yes is it uh oh! There's an announcer, Randy Moss, who is into horse racing. Into horse racing. Please tell me that's fake. The, I no. That would no. Be so awesome. <laughs> oh my, oh god. my god. Oh my god. No, no. He said I saw in the request that Randy would like to talk about blah blah blah. Also, anything NFL related. I'm a. Du- I'm a double check that. Or well, maybe the Randy Moss who is the sports announcer, the horse racing announcer. He also, He's he used sport. to work for the NFL Network. Yeah. Come on! I swear to God. Yes. How's that possible? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, is gross. Jesus. this is horrible like, this Jesus. is what mark turnoff's talking about you know, you're a lazy ass <laughs> this, I you're mean, not I... following doing any follow through i don't want to sound like i'm complaining because we have a great setup and everything is great but i can't catch a break when it comes to some of this stuff right like dual leap is in new york when we're out here i think we're getting randy moss we're getting the white randy boss <laughs> i mean come on okay. just wanted to check to see if you would be interested in Current NBC sports broadcaster and former NFL network broadcaster and reporter. That's right. That's, you that's, that You fucked the white <laughs> range. Oh, my God. What, you idiot? <laughs> I'm looking at my emails. Did you need a headshot and bio? I'm like, no, we know who Randy Moss is. <laughs> we all good. Oh. Ed
1: Geo, for his part, big Vikings fan, was...
0: Kind of geek. He has I'm a Viking ex- sweatshirt really excited. on. Obviously, very excited to interview Randy Moss.
1: Yeah, and then he turns into the skid. There's a part that you had to cut out because this thing, whole thing, is ten minutes long. About he would have loved to have just had the wrong Randy Moss show up and him look like an idiot with all of his Viking stuff.
0: <laughs> wait, wait a minute.
1: Hey, Randy Moss, and then this white Randy you, Moss comes out, and you're like, "Whoa, Randy, whoa, whoa you, hold
0: on, I, I Randy, I, I've watched you play a million times, I." You look a little different, pal. You look pal. way different than what I remember you. I mean, when offensive linemen
1: retire, they lose like 90 pounds. That's, that's really ch- going to the extreme. You for- don't
0: tend to change ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> tend to stay the same ethnicity.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, such good stuff. And I love the guy. He's like, no, I don't need a headshot. Uh, no, I'm good I? already,
0: bosses. Uh, no, you don't. Apparently not in this case. No, you don't. All right, 740. Coming up next, we'll talk with uh, Montrose Girls basketball coach Steve Skiff. That's on the way. It's a wine about a Wednesday. Got something to complain about today. Maybe your neighbor's trash can's blocking your driveway. I don't know. can uh, send your complaint to us. Not that we can do anything about it, but uh, send it to us on the team line, 970-242-1340. They need a wake-up
2: call. Call or text the Jim Davis Show on
0: the Chick-fil-A
2: team Line 970-242-1340. Talking Montrose Girls basketball with Coach Steve Skiff on the team.
0: And Red Ox Girls Coach Steve Skiff brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance. For a free comparison, call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. Steve Skiff joins us. Good morning, Steve. Thanks for coming on for a few minutes. Good morning how are you doing jim doing fine uh congratulations on the win last night uh fruto monument they came into your place they were looking to clinch the southwestern league title and uh, a hard-fought game but uh, your Red Hawks prevail last night over jeff johnson and fruto monument 47 42 what a game for maggie leg game high 21 points she hit three threes last night and and she was the the catalyst uh, offensively for your team getting that win last night
4: she really was she was outstanding last night and just Handling the ball, getting this, you know, into our spots, but I thought offensively she uh, she really broke out, hit some shots early, which for her gave her a lot of confidence, and it just carried on the whole game. So really happy with her performance last night.
0: You had the one-point lead at halftime, 18-17, to 17, but the, the third quarter was the difference uh, where you outscored the Wildcats 13-6, to six, and that really, that provided, provided the separation you needed in the second half to get that win.
4: Yeah, and it, and it started with defense. I thought our defense was outstanding, you know, from, from the tip. Um, we knew that, you know, we didn't want to let Fruta get, you know, into the 50s or 60s. We were going to have to clamp down. I mean, they have two great players in, in Liv and in Addison, and so we knew they were going to get their points. We just wanted to make them work for it. And uh, then offensively, you know, we, we were able to find some things that, that worked for us and, and get the ball in the basket.
0: Yeah, Liv Campbell, for them, uh, came on strong in the fourth quarter. She had 18 points, 10 of those in the fourth quarter, uh, with Addie Air adding 11 points for of Monument. And that loss, we're talking with Montrose girls coach Steve Skiff. So, uh, for Fruit Monument, it's their first league loss. Has central coach Mary Dones, is she, uh, she going to send you a gift basket? Because, I mean, this sets yeah. up an opportunity for them coming up Tuesday night against of Monument. They're still alive for the, the league championship chase, so... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know if Mary's gonna. Now that you guys have played, you're, you're already done this season. She could probably send you that gift basket, right?
4: Yeah, no, for sure. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things. You know, our, our kids have a lot of pride, and, and, and we didn't want to have the southwestern league, you know, title necessarily clinched on our floor. So, um, I give a lot of credit to our players going out playing hard um, and it, getting a win over a very good basketball team. Um, I know Coach Johnson and I talked before the game. I mean, that that game last night was a playoff atmosphere. I mean, we had a great crowd at packed gymnasium and um, talk about getting ready for the playoffs. That last night was one of those games that'll, that'll get both teams ready.
0: Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. With, with having the, you guys always have sensational crowds at Lloyd McMillan gymnasium. And yeah, last night taking on a, on a, on a league rival in Fruit Monument. Uh, the atmosphere electric is always in a, and a really good opportunity to get your players ready for the postseason. We're talking with uh, Montrose girls coach, Steve Skiff and Steve, uh, Coming up Thursday night, you have uh, the, the Delta Panthers coming into your place. Panther girls have been just absolutely red hot. They've won 13 straight games. And so, uh, you know, throughout the whole classifications things and all that stuff, it's a really good Delta Panthers team uh, that you'll score off against uh, Thursday night. That They're playing some of their, their best basketball after they, they lost their first four games. But, boy, they have uh, come back with a vengeance after those first four losses.
4: They really have. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a good basketball team. They have, you know, a lot of experience. They've played a lot of big games. It's Coach Crowder does does a really good job with them. And I think for us, the big thing is coming off the win from last night is refocusing today and and knowing that we have a very talented basketball team coming, coming to our gym on Thursday. And we're going to have to kind of get the same energy and intensity going again because, uh, you know, it's, like you say, it's a Highway 50 showdown. It's always a, a, a tough battle between us and Delta, and it's going to be another big game course.
0: And you handed them one of their four losses well, when you played them early on in the season. Uh, you picked up that 47-39 to 39 victory uh, when you played at the Pagosa Springs tournament, uh, a game where Macy Oberg had 15 points and then uh, Maggie Legg had 13, and uh, Audrey Frazier had 12 to lead uh, uh, Kyle's basketball team. So uh, that, that was a matchup you've already had with them what do you feel like you can take away? That was because that was a long time ago. That was that was back in December. How much stock can you put in that game now, Steve? Because that seemed like that was three years ago.
4: Yeah, it literally, it feels like a long time ago. You know, I think you can take a little bit from it, but uh, I'm sure Coach Crowder would say the same thing. That was, they were a different team. I think we were a different team. It was like the third game of the season. And so at that point, you're still trying to feel your way through, you know, What are we going to look like and what are they going to look like? So I think this matchup will definitely be different. But at the end of the day, you know, they they know our personnel. We know their personnel. So I think it's the team that that executes the best and maybe makes the best adjustments, you know, throughout the game.
0: What about them makes them so difficult? I mean, what you've watched in in recent film or scouted recent games, uh, what are they doing right now that's been maybe their biggest asset in regard to this 13-game winning streak that they're on?
4: I think for them, they really play hard. They really play together. Um, you know, defensively, they they like to zone teams, and that always you know is difficult. But they play extremely hard on the defensive end, and you know that will cause turnovers, which you know leads to, to good offense for them on the other end. So I think you know for us, we're going to have to execute offensively, and then defensively, um, we're just going to have to be ready to go um, and, and and know where everybody's at, know what they're trying to do. So. Uh, yeah, it's going to be probably a, a long day of practice, and <laughs> don't know what the legs are going to be like, you know, uh, at practice today. But we're we're definitely going to have a plan ready, and, and are excited for
0: Thursday. And and no doubt about it, and you know, running the gauntlet here, Fruit of Monument at your place, you get a win against them, challenging. You know, they're in, the, in contention to win the league title now. You have a, a Delta team that's on a 13 game winning streak; they're undefeated in the 4A Western Slope League. This is. And a huge rival, obviously, uh, as we mentioned with the, with Highway 50, that uh, this is a, a fun little stretch for your basketball team.
4: You know, it really is. And that's what I keep telling the the girls that, you know, in, enjoy this. I mean, these are the type of games we want to play in, especially coming down the stretch. But, um, you know, anytime you're getting to play in, in big games, and, and we're fortunate enough to get to play them in our home gym. And, um, again, I know Thursday night the, the crowd will be electric, and um, we're expecting a good one.
0: All right, we'll have that game as our Highway 50 game of the week over on the Monkey, and you can hear the game uh, in Montrose, 93.5 FM and Delta, 97.1. Larry Newman will have it for you uh, over on the Monkey with uh, pregame at 5.15, girls tip it at 5.30, the boys at 7 o'clock coming up tomorrow night as Montrose plays host to Delta in our Monkey Highway 50 game of the week. Steve, I always appreciate the time. Congratulations on the win last night, and good luck against Delta coming up tomorrow night.
4: Thank you. I appreciate you having me.
0: I right, take care, Steve skip coach of the Montrose girls basketball team. So it just it goes to show how challenging the southwestern league is. Where you're Fruita, you're in a great position to to clinch. You're undefeated in league play, mm-hmm. having a sensational season. You go into Montrose, you have a, a rough third quarter, and Montrose takes care of business last night. But but for Fruita Monument, league title still very much, uh, you know in in their control when they uh, play Central. Go out to Central on Tuesday night, which is going to be part of our uh, full-court coverage along with a little schedule switch, Palisade and Eagle Valley. As Palisade uh, yeah. girls are on the cusp of winning a uh, a Western Slope League title in their final year playing in the Western Slope League before they join the SWL next year.
1: I feel like I say this every year, but at least on the girls' side, the Southwestern League's a little wild because you have... Montrose go to Central, lose by nine, then go to Fruta, lose by seven, or 13. Math is hard. It's okay. And then come home, beat Junction and Fruta in the span of a week. (laughs) I know Junction's struggling, but... But that's a rivalry win. The league tells you that any given week, somebody can get got. Like, they go to Durango and they win. They get a nice big win down there. You know, and then Central goes to Fruita, loses to Fruita, where they, you know, lose by 18 in a game that was close in the second and third quarter, just too big of a hole after the first quarter for the Warriors. But they've gotten Montrose twice, who then beats Fruita. It's a little wild.
0: Getting some advice from Alex on the text line. Oh, our, yeah, I Cause, see this. Because Alex, and I, I'm not going to say the, the name of the company or anything, it's, mm-hmm. you know, we... I've endorse, endorsed their beds for years and love the bed Yeah, you know, just like anything it's going to wear out i i alex i did i did put the cap on the chamber and it still was leaking so they told me that it was probably the air chamber because i did do that with the cap you mm-hmm. plug it from the pump put the cap in it and it still was leaking so i do appreciate that so you can switch the hose to the other side if the issue if the issue uh, transfers then you know it's the pump also well, one side of the bed's fine; the other side is not. So that's kind of where where things are. But I pre- I appreciate Alex. You helping me yeah. troubleshoot this. I do. Alex is a lifesaver. Back in the day when I first uh, started doing mm-hmm. uh, endorsements for this particular bed company, back in the day,
1: in the '90s, I think.
0: It uh, was not the '90s, but it was like it was about fifteen years. Close. Yeah. Company that uh, occasionally hear Dan Patrick and NFL players uh, mm-hmm. rep. Quality product, by the way. All right, so um, texture call us today on the uh, the team line. It is a wine about a Wednesday. You can win a bottle of Talon wine today. Also, you can get qualified for Buffalo Wild Wings big game giveaway. Which you're going to be a chance right now to do that. What is that? All right, so the fifth texture, you get qualified. We're going to draw the winner, announce it tomorrow morning to start the show. Get a table for six and 50 wings at Buffalo Wild Wings out of Mesa Mall for Sunday's big game. Our coverage on the team, by the way, starts at noon, kickoff at 4.30 from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. So uh, what you have to do right now, be the fifth texter, put your first name, last name on it, and beat dubs on your text. And once again, if you've already qualified, you only qualify once. That's it.
1: Yeah, you're already on the list if you've done it. Absolutely. So... And the... Your number
0: counts as one text. You can text 100 times. It's only going to count once. Still once. So there's no there's no point in doing that. Yeah. It's only going to count as one entry, if Unless you will. Unless you
1: really enjoy it. And even then, <laughs> it doesn't clog up the text line because it just stays in your profile exactly.
0: <laughs> on, our, on our text line. So text right now to get qualified. And once again, it's a table for six and 50 wings of Buffalo Wild Wings for Sunday's big game. And uh, text right now, 970-242-1340. Fifth texter gets qualified. Once again, we'll draw that. We'll announce that winner tomorrow morning to start out the show.